Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Thorn in My Side. I'm your host, David Thorne, and I'm here as always with my co-host, Ismaya Brown. How are you doing Hello. today, Izzy? I'm, I'm, I'm good. I, uh, I'm, I'm well rested. How are you? I'm doing all right. Just, you know, been chilling, started another job. We talked about that a little bit earlier. Yeah, yeah. I'll just go ahead and say, it's like, it's at a place called, I think it's Star West Botanicals. When they told me that, you know, I was like, oh man, weed. You thought you were going to yeah, be sitting weed. I thought, thought I was going to be doing weed, but nope, I get there and I swear, I haven't seen that many tea bags since the last time I played Call of Duty because that's all I do all day <laughs> is sit and stuff tea bags in a bag and just it's an easy job, but you know I just tea bag all day. <laughs> I mean, you know that sounds like a dream job to me. I I get the worst end of it. I'm chained to a radiator. Uh, <laughs> I get breaks every like forty eight hours. I don't. I can't tell you when the last time I showered was. Like, but you get. But you get unlimited protein shakes. I get unlimited protein shakes and golden showers, but they don't keep you clean, man. Like it's not it's not as glamorous as people think it is working at Barnes and Noble. <laughs> oh man. So let's go ahead and get started. I got a few articles that I've saved over the week that I thought looked interesting that we could uh we could talk about. The first one I'm going to start out with this one because I just think this is fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. If it's hilarious. Let me guess. Uh, babies ran over in freak tricycle accident? Is that <laughs> where we're... No, it's not that kind of funny. Oh, okay, okay. That's hilarious. No, I'm kidding. A tragedy is when something happens to someone else. A comedy is when it... Wait, no, reverse that. A comedy is when something happens to somebody else. Tragedy is when it happens to me. <laughs> No, but anyway, first article I got this one. I feel like this is funny because this is from, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Just don't, don't say anything. This is from the New York post. You saw the fucking headline and automatically started laughing. So this is going to be a good one because apparently Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle reportedly explodes in a UK woman's home. Oh, Okay, so I gotta ask the obvious question: Is it a candle that smells like vagina, or is it a candle that smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina specifically? I think it specifically smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. Okay, let's dive into this. Okay, we're on the same page then. I think it probably smells it because you know what? She has to be. She looks like she would be that kind of person. She's like, they must all smell my vagina and mine alone. I wonder what it. What do you? What it? I wonder what it smells like. I I feel like it probably smells like fucking strawberries or some shit like that. I, you know, I I can't really say that I oh, even yeah. know. I'm just going to say like old farts and uh, I'm guessing like, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Women don't fart. They whisper in their panties. I'm sorry. Like probably smells like angel whispers and uh, I don't know, tea bags. Uh <laughs> My shakes. I, I, I have no idea. So let's go ahead and read some of the articles. So 
This Gwyneth Paltrow candle apparently didn't pass the smell test, according to okay. a report. This is just getting this funny, is, even is, too yeah. funny for even our even even for us. This is this is from the New York Post, so I don't know how reputable they are. They're probably smells really like really my vagina. The smells like candle. my vagina candle that the actress pedals on Goop. So if you wanna know what Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina smells like, you can go on Goop and you can order one of these candles. But apparently, it exploded into flames in the living room of a UK woman who won the odiferous product in a quiz. The Sun reported, "Yeah, this is reputable." <laughs> okay, I'm 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 at a loss for words. Is like, why would a woman try to win a vagina candle? Well, it, okay, so it's from Goop, so it's to make everyone else feel lesser than you. Uh, I don't like, know what Goop is. Yeah, so like Goop, she sells really, really expensive kind of crappy crap for people, and it's like it, fucking. A, a, trashy wish for rich people yeah you just you you know what you just actually hit the nail on the head right there yeah it's kind of like that it's wish for rich people that's pretty much exactly exactly what it is okay so looks like the candle exploded and emitted huge flames with bits flying everywhere holy vagina fuck. bits everywhere vagina bits everywhere you it's know vagina bits sounds like a really bad alternative to pig poots or sorry uh <laughs> <Pig> <laughs> okay oh wait i have to i have to defend that now okay so pig poots is what i call pork rinds <laughs> and the reason why i call them that is because my uncle george when I was like four, he took, he pulled me aside and he's like, the next time that you go to the grocery store with your mom, tell her that you want some pig poots, right? And and she'll get you some. And I didn't know what they were. I had no idea. So anyway, we go to the grocery store and I start screaming that I want some pig poots. My mom has no idea, no clue what they are, has no idea what I'm screaming for. And I start losing it. And I remember, I actually remember this. I was like, I was really, really young, but I remember this. And I was screaming at the top of my lungs for like half an hour before she finally realized they were pork rinds. And then she cursed her brother the rest of the grocery trip there. <laughs> That's crazy. So yeah, pig poots. Anyway, it reminds me of like an upscale version, alternative crappy solution to, to, to pork rinds. Anyway, go ahead. Oh. Yeah, uh, I guess they go on to say like the lady i don't know if her name is important jody thompson 50 years old spending money on vagina candles I'm she got it she got it in the quiz she got it in the quiz she won it she won it gonna... i've never seen anything like it the whole thing was ablaze and it was too hot to touch there was an inferno in the room so you know i mean i can understand this like anybody who's ever broken up with me they can confirm that if you leave me alone in a room i will burn your house down <laughs> um so so apparently she lives with her partner, David Snow, because his name's important, too. They said that they just threw the candle out the front door. It's a good thing they don't live in California because they would have burnt half the state down. <laughs> <laughs> you can apparently do that in the UK, probably because it rains all the fucking time. But yeah, it was just like threw it out the front door. Like threw it out the front door and like hit somebody in the face and they caught on fire and shit. <laughs> It is just, like to this day, the accident is still ongoing because it's a comedy of errors where people just keep catching other people on fire from the original vagina explosion. 
So it looks like they say it said it could have burned the place down. It was scary at the time, but funny looking back that Gwyneth's vagina candle exploding it in my living room. That's yeah, that's really funny. You should fucking probably like try to you know maybe could, could well, I mean would they have a lawsuit like why? Would oh, you're... definitely, definitely. Okay, now definitely. Gwyneth Paltrow she launched this can. The candle was seventy five dollars. Yeah, that's actually pretty cheap. Emitting for... her private scent. This was released in January, apparently. The scent notes. It, uh, this is what it smells like. It says what it smells like. So, scent notes include... Geranium, geranium citrusy bergamot, and cedar absolutes juxtaposed with damask rose and ambrit seed. Somebody there's has no a really of, high... There's no smell of urine at all. This is not real. You know, that's funny because like nobody's vagina. I can I can just imagine nobody's vagina smells like that. And if you think your vagina does, it does. Your name is it, your, doesn't. it doesn't, Trust and your me. name is probably like Samantha or Kaylee. Kaylee. Like, but it's spelled, <laughs> but it's spelled with like an, an extra e, an extra i, and an extra h. Like, yes. Okay, so uh, do we want to read more about this candle? So it was a joke. It started as a joke between perfumer Douglas Little and GP. Reads the website. The two were working on a fragrance and she blurted out, oh, this smells like a vagina, but evolved into a funny, gorgeous, sexy, and beautifully unexpected scent. So it I, doesn't actually smell like her vagina. They just like named it that. And because of a joke. Oh, so it probably doesn't really. Maybe it does smell like her vagina. Does she like finger blast herself and then smell her fingers? <laughs> you mean finger fang? Huh? You mean she's finger fanging herself? Yeah, finger bang, finger blast. You know, same difference. Yeah, fing yeah, finger fanging with an with an F. Oh, finger fanging. I got. Yeah, you. finger fanging. All right. So, yeah that that that's a that's a fucking weird article. I don't understand. Okay, so first of all, I understand that if it's a joke thing, then sure, get it. Because obviously, I have a, a come cookbook. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sitting like right there. Um, I I kind of want to know what the candle smells like. I kind of want to smell the candle for myself now. Well, if you have seventy five dollars, you can order one from Goop. So you know that's the thing. It's like, I guess it does its job because you're kind of like, well, now I'm just curious. Like, I'm j I just kind of want to know what that smells like, but I don't want it to explode in my living room. Yeah. <laughs> it explodes in your living room, and then your house smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina forever. It's It'd be funny. It'd be like, I can't live in a burning down house. I got to get out of here. <laughs> actually, 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 we talked about this last week because it was... Um, oh, no. Uh, Betty White's birthday. Yeah. And one of my favorite jokes from the Golden Girls, my absolute favorite jokes, is is told by Betty White. And she says that when her and Charlie got married, that they lived in a burning down house. And it, when they first got married, and she says, but eventually we outgrew the place because it became a two-bedroom house, and then a one-bedroom house, and then we eventually outgrew the place. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, so... Let's move on to something else now. Let's go to one from CNN. This is a. Uh, I just saw the headline to this. I haven't read too much into it yet, 
but it was interesting. The, the man third in line of presidential succession has been in five Batman movies. I just thought that was interesting as fuck. What? Yes, apparently so. So let's let's go ahead and look into this. Senator Patrick Leahy, a Democrat from Vermont and the longest serving member of the current Senate, is a Batman aficionado who's turned his fandom into philanthropy. He's even used the comics to forward his legislative agenda. Hmm. Yeah, that's 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 crazy. So now President Pro Tempore of the Senate, Leahy is third in the presidential line of succession, though it's unlikely he'll ever have to serve as president. His high profile position shines a brighter light on his colorful resume, which include multiple appearances in the Batman films. Apparently, when he's not working in the Senate chambers in Washington, Leahy retreats to Gotham, where Batman fights cartoonish villain and mans the Batmobile. It's a comfort he took up when he was four years old. So he says, if you live in the real world all the time, it can be boring. Why? You think? You fucking think, guy. I mean... I mean, I, you know, I, I personally find the real world to be an absolute chore. Yeah. That's that's that article. I mean, I thought that was so, interesting as hell. This guy's been in four ba- or all, five Batman movies. That's, I mean, that's, pretty, that's actually pretty cool. Um, yeah, I mean. I, I, I used to know a guy who was obsessed with Batman and, like, uh, especially the 1960s. Um like television show and Wonder Woman and all that. So he was like really, really big into that stuff. Yeah. And the fandom for this is actually crazy. Like I learned a lot of really boring facts that I would rather have not known um, yeah. from dating this dude. But like the the fandom that I, from what I've gathered is really kind of close knit and they're very um, possessive of it in the literal sense in that they try to buy every single possible prop and thing that they can yeah somebody that's that hardcore of a fan so like yeah like my ex he had like a, a mask that we used by robin in season three that was cut too small oh wow uh, so he had that he had some autograph stuff um you know back before they had died obviously um autograph pictures from new julie newmar just you know all of the, all of this really cool stuff oh that's neat. Wait, Julie Newmar wasn't in Batman, was she? Yeah, she was the original Catwoman. Oh, like, oh, you're talking about old, old, old Batman, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. okay, okay. I was like, I don't remember her being in any of the Batman movies. She was in and the then, show, the old show with she, Adam yeah, West. Yeah, she, she was in the show with Adam West. Yeah, and then uh, for the last season of that, Eartha Kitt took over as uh, Catwoman. Uh wish I knew who that was. I've Eartha heard the Kitt, name. Eartha Kitt, um, she called herself the quintessential uh, Catwoman. And she uh, was a really famous, very brilliant actress and singer. Um, and she was she was really, really cool. I'm sure you've actually seen her. I probably um, have, yeah. Hold so. on, let me see if I can get a, like a video of her being Catwoman. Gotcha. 
Um, so that's uh, that's that's pretty much the only thing I wanted to bring up on that because I thought that was very interesting. Like if some stuff happened, like in that uh, show, what is it, Designated Survivor, where like who is it, Kiefer Sutherland? I guess he's the in essence that guy. I mean, if yeah, in essence, I mean, you know, hell, if 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 uh, things keep going the way they're going, he might actually end up serving as president. Oh what. Well. Let's hope not. Let's hope not. Let's hope not. Let's hope not. So, moving on to something else, I guess. What do we want? What do I want to move on to next? Well, this is the next one that came up. Homophobic Nigerian politician claims spiritual challenge after his son comes out as gay. Yeah. That's hmm. just like. The, the, here's the, the guy's name. Wait. Doyen, okay, I'm gonna just read a little bit. The guy's name is Good Luck Jonathan, President Good Luck Jonathan. Okay, that's an odd name. Yeah, that's an odd name. It's kind of cool though. I don't get the spiritual challenge though. Well, I mean, it's okay. So here I see. Well, sorry for me. I look beyond the surface or the physical. Here I see a major spiritual challenge. Akupe said uh, in a series of Twitter posts, but I know as my God liveth, this whole saga will end up in praise to the almighty Jehovah. There's your spiritual. And I serve uh, day and night. So essentially, his son declared himself public, declared that he was publicly gay. And yeah. So I wonder what he's going to do about that. I don't know, but looks like it says in 2014, good luck, Jonathan, then president, signed the same-sex marriage prohibition act, which banned gay relationships and entrenched intolerance of sexual minorities in Nigerian society into law. Doyen Okupe would often appear on TV defending the law. You know, that's going to make... I know they don't have like tradition, like Thanksgiving, like we would. But that has to have like Thanksgiving or like celebratory dinners. That's got to put like a, like a real, just like a real crush on that. Like, like yeah. I just wish you would be happy, son. I would be if I could get married. Like, yeah. I mean, how do you? And then his father, who's probably been married long, is like, no, you wouldn't, son. <laughs> no, no, he wouldn't, son. No, you wouldn't. Trust me. You just wouldn't because you don't know things like you think you know things. Yeah. So apparently the law caused an international outcry with condemnation from global human rights organization and Western governments. Humans Rights Watch called it a sweeping and dangerous piece of legislation. I can understand that. Yeah, yeah definitely. And this, by the way, is from God. What freaking website I is this? AfricaExplained.com? Yeah, AfricaExplained.com. That's where I got this That we'll, if you want to look up the article. I just wanted to go back and say that because, yeah, and there's a picture of the guy holding his flag. He's got some rainbow shorts. He's got some rainbow shorts and a rainbow flag, and yeah. I think it says that he's gay AF. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, scroll down. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm gay. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and I guess I don't. I don't. He's hot. Like it's a hot guy. Yeah, I mean, looks like they they going to say something while while 
Bolu's sexuality caught some by surprise. His father said he has been aware of it before Bolu published the Instagram post. Looks like his father says, I've been aware of his new orientation for a while now. He knows that as a Christian and a witness for Christ, I am vehemently opposed to homosexuality as it runs contrary to the avowed precepts of my Christian faith. Wow. Yeah, you know, I don't I don't know about that. I think you can be Christian and also gay. I mean, probably I, so. I see other people do it um pretty successfully, so yeah, I mean, I well, I don't know how true this is, but I didn't like King King James like re-edit the Bible and I've heard that he actually had that put in there, but I don't know. So King James is actually a renowned homosexual. Yeah. Uh, he himself was. Yeah. Uh, he is buried by some duke. And actually in his time, one of the phrases that people used to say about him is that basically Queen Mary won't have to live much longer because Queen James has surpassed her. <laughs> oh. Um. So he apparently was really like, you know, kind of well known for being gay himself. Um, hmm. I so mean, I'm I, not, I have heard that though. Yeah. And so, you know, this is coming from a, a historian friend of mine. Um, he, uh, he really likes a lot of the, um, I, I guess sort of the, uh, the history of the world, like dude is just knowledgeable about all, all sorts of like, yeah. you know, things like this. Uh, so we were talking about it one night and he was, we were talking about specifically that rewrite of the Bible and how essentially, um, you know, pe like they gathered and they just sort of went through it and uh, were taking, putting in and taking out, you know, certain books depending on chronology. But in terms of like an actual, like guide for people to live like a lot of it had to do more with things that were dangerous like pig meat was dangerous at the time because yeah. of trichinosis and that kind of thing yeah um shellfish obviously can kill you if you don't know how to cook them correct you know correctly and that kind yeah. of stuff um so you know i don't know i think i i i i can't answer as to whether or not he added anything in i don't i haven't you know i haven't read the vulgate myself yeah. so i wouldn't be able to to say because I don't speak Latin, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It just seems interesting to me that it, it just seems interesting to me that people that people come up and they say I can't be Christian because you are this are this way. Like I can't I can't you know reason it out. And and I would just to people who can't handle that or can't deal with that or can't like abide that in their heart. I would just say love your neighbor yeah like like you don't have to agree with your neighbor you don't have to understand your neighbor you don't have to agree with everything that they do but you should still care about them anyway you know you yeah. should still love your neighbor anyway so you know i i, I think if this had i think if something like that interferes with your faith um then i i, I think your faith is treating you wrong yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, 
before we move on to something else, I see this. This is a fact that I didn't know. Apparently, Nigeria is one of the 68 countries where same-sex marriage is prohibited, and homosexuality is a crime punishable by up to 14 years imprisonment. That's crazy, because, like, how does that conversation in jail go? What are you in for? He's like, I'm gay. That, that's fucked up. I mean, so... In my in my mind, if you're putting homosexuals in jail, right, aren't you exacerbating the problem a little bit? <laughs> I mean, I, I I do hear that some some gay sex may go on in jail, but it might not be like you know, it's probably forced. <laughs> I well, I mean, I've I've known people that have went in jail. Well, I mean, I've I'm sure people. not all of it is forced. But no, no, not all of it. Is. A good a good majority of it is not forced. Yeah. Uh, from what I have heard. So the it's, thing is, is it's like, but you, but in this case, you really are exacerbating a problem. Like these people are just going to jail because they're gay, which means that jails could, could, I'm not saying that they would, but in a hyperbolic sense, yeah, could just become housing for these people to take them out of quote unquote society. Jails Either way, become a big gay bathhouse or something. Like any way, any way you shake this out, it's not good for anybody. No, no, it's horrible. Why, why no, it's horrible. They, yeah, definitely. They're they're putting people in like prison for the way they are, and that's like something you can't help. Which is crazy. No, you. No, because you, you know, here, and this is the thing. Like you know, I've I've heard the argument before. It's like, oh, you choose to be gay. I'm like, well, when did you choose to be straight, dude? Like. Like, when did you sit there and make that conscious choice of, like, I'm going to like vaginas and vaginas only? Like, you didn't. Nobody did. Nobody made that choice for themselves. Yeah. And and and, and if we're following that same logic, why would I choose to – and at the time, you know, when I was coming out and all that, like, it was very different than it is now. Like, yeah. it, it's a lot better. You know now, but well, why would I? Why would I choose to be ostracized? Why would I choose to yeah. have people hate me, or to dislike me, or to try to hurt me? Yeah. Why would I choose that for myself? Nobody would. Nobody would actively choose that for themselves. Exactly. The people that freaking say things like that are the people that are scared. That's like with anybody, like racism or homophobia. It's just like a bunch of freaking people that are scared and kind of stupid that are, don't ever go out of their comfort zone. Right. They want they want things to be the way they imagine them to have always been. But the thing is, is that things have, are, have never been like that. Yes. You know, that that's sort of a, a, a golden lie that we tell ourselves, you know, that everything is, oh, well, this is the way it has been. I was reading actually, and this goes back to that, that whole thing we we're talking about with the, uh, the presidential MAGA people, the maggots. Yeah. Um, okay. Hold on a second. I'm just going to have to stop you right there. Calling mm -hmm. them that, is offensive to Slipknot fans because Slipknot fans are known as maggots. I am so sorry. Yeah. I did not mean to offend any Slipknot fans. Yeah. Um. So the so these so these maggot idiots. Um. It's offensive to Slipknot fans. It is. <laughs> I no. I know it is. I I get that, and I'm sorry if I offended a Slipknot fan. But that ruins my day. Um. So anyway, going back to, to this, one of the guys was interviewed and he was asked when he thought, go, what, like, what time would you want to go back to when things were quote unquote good again? And his answer was 1912. And I'm just like, what? 
What? You mean you mean 1912, the same year when a 10-year-old had to work for like 30 to 40 hours a week? And and I remember specifically reading a story about a 10-year-old boy who worked for the post office, I want to mm-hmm. say, and yeah. he was he was 10. He smoked a pack of cigarettes a day and he visited whorehouses. Wow. Well, I mean, my uh, dad wasn't around in 1912, but I know he was born in like 31. And right. he was telling me how back then they would let them, they would go to school a half a day and let them out so they could go home and help their family on the farm because that's, oh, yeah. that's how it was back then. Oh, yeah. Mama, mama used to get out early. They used to let them out early in spring so that mama they could go and basically pick cotton. They had like cotton picking jobs that they would do, um, you know, for the for the farms around there, and they would let them out early in spring so they could go do that. Yeah, and that was like in the sixties or seventies. That is just crazy. All right, let's move on to something else. So this is speaking. You were speaking about fan bases earlier when I corrected you. This mm-hmm. one kind of, kind of hits a little close to me because I used to like these guys. So, insane clown posse says story comparing Juggalos to Trump is off the mark, which I will go I, on record I, I and agree. say that this is one hundred percent true. We're gonna go down and read a little bit, bit of this. So this is from Huffington Post. Huff Post. Okay. Okay. So, a member of the rap duo Insane Clown Posse said an Atlantic article that trashed the group and its fans comparing them to Donald Trump's presidency was off the mark. So, on Tuesday, Atlantic... Well, not Tuesday now, but an Atlantic writer, Graham Wood, published a piece titled What to Do with Trumpists in which he invoked Juggalos. That is ICP's fan base, if you don't know. They built a fan base out of their their gimmick. It was it was their gimmick and they built a huge fan base out of it. That was actually classified as a gang by the FBI. Right. Yeah. Now, in his commentary about the Trump administration which he referred to as the political equivalent of insane clown posse, he wrote at noon tomorrow, our four-year experiment in being governed by the political equivalent of the Insane Clown Posse will finally end. It is ending in Juggalo style. Some have called it Trumpalo. Violently and pointlessly, with a handful of deaths, the smearing of various bodily fluids, and a riot on the way out. After any bacchanal of this magnitude... The sober dawn is almost as disorienting as the hysteria itself and the most urgent task after wiping the shit from the Capitol hallways is to prevent a repeat of performance. So with, with this, that's just, that's stupid. That guy's an idiot, but they go on and uh, it says, you know, despite the themes of violence in ICP's music, Multiple documentaries about Juggalos show that they are less interested in the violent lyrics than in the sense of community that the rap duo fosters. They have a loyal fan base whose members refer to each other's family and who have pushed back against the FBI's absurd designation of them as a gang. They actually marched, I think, maybe in 20... It was 2017. Yeah. (laughs) 
It's in the article, duh. Just read the next line, idiot. But yeah, they had, they had marched in Washington because they were classified as a gang, which is crazy. So, Violent J, he had uh, sent a series of texts, I guess, to the Huffington Post. We'll read what Violent J says. He says, I can't believe the Atlantic dot com would hire a writer presumably for his expertise in journalism who's that off the mark as well as an editor for his or her fact-checking abilities who obviously lives within a reality separate from our own when it comes to defining who juggalos truly are and what they're about so yeah and you know it, it goes on to say unlike trump icp did show leadership in the fight against the coronavirus. The group canceled their yearly gathering of the Juggalo the same month that the president was downplaying the virus. And if you don't know, that's where they meet once a year, probably in a field out in the middle of Indiana or some some place in the middle of nowhere, and they have a giant festival, which I would honestly go to it. I don't really like ICP that much anymore, but I respect them as, you know, they're not talented artists, but they had a, they, they had a good, they marketed themselves very well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they had, they had a, they had a very slick, uh, like identity and campaign and they, and they were able to market that really, really well. Yeah. I mean, they had, it was the dark carnival and that little air of just mystery, you know? That's what well, you. That's what kept like, me. You you remember when? Oh yeah, yeah. You were very much about the cards. Yeah, exactly. It was like, what's gonna happen? And then like the last one came out, and they're like, hey, we believe in God. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? This whole goddamn time? And I'm just like, I didn't get it then, but you know, that's what being young's all about, I guess. I I found that that was. So here's the thing. They had been looting up to that that legendary drop for years. Yeah. So the thing is is I don't think anything they could have said would have been pleasing to the ear. I don't think they could have I don't think they could have announced anything that you would have been like, "What? Oh my god, it was worth it." Because like like the leading you on and 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 yeah. the, the mystery behind it was what kept you hooked. It, yeah. By the time that the last card dropped, it could have been literally anything and you would have already ran it through your mind. Yeah. So it was just uh, I, it was kind of crazy. I, I know like sure. after, after the after the the last Joker's card I was like, "You know what? I'm kind of I kind of stopped listening to them because I mean their music wasn't that great. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't. It was it was catchy, it was fun, but honestly, it wasn't that great." <laughs> yeah, I mean but still, we had a lot of fun times listening. Oh to God, it. yeah, yeah. The so, I mean, they do have good songs. I mean, I'm sure if I listened to some of their music, it would take me right down memory lane because we only rode around like God. Almost any time we were riding around, I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. we were listening to ICP. <laughs> yeah, that's, or or some someone from their collective. yeah, so, someone from their record label, Psychopathic. But yeah, that's that's pretty much all I wanted to say on that. Because, you know, that's kind of messed up. People don't know. They get a lot of bad, bad rap. But, you know. Well, you know anybody anybody that's different gets a bad rap. Yeah, they're, they're definitely, I mean, I think they're generally probably two pretty good dudes, you know. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, 
I know Violent J, he has a family now, and he had, like, made a video a year or so back, I think, because his daughter was a, his daughter's a furry, and he had made a video with his daughter, like, talking shit on somebody who, like, tried to sell her a costume, a fursuit, and he made a video with her just, like, talking shit on the person because he, like, screwed her over or something. I would have to look up the article. I don't know. I'm just trying to recall from memory, and I'm not going to do that. Right. Yeah. They seem like good dudes. Like, definitely. I think I well, saw an article I mean, where they even donated, they've donated their shirts for to make, like, masks for COVID, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah they have. I remember reading that, actually. Yeah. So, that's that one. We've got a few more. Robert tried to play oh, oh, what? Oh, wait, wait. I th- I, I'm, I'm, we may save that one for last. Because we ended on a... Uh, we ended on... Oh, that's the last article that I have now. Hmm. Yeah. Man, the serendipity of it all, I guess. <laughs> this Maybe we'll have fun with this one. We're going to have fun with this one. Okay. So, this is from... Lee LehighValleyLive.com. I don't know what this is, but a robber <coughs> tried to flee in an ambulance but couldn't drive it. Hellertown, <laughs> Hellertown cops say. So, okay, we're. A Hellertown woman accused of stealing cigarettes and Mentos from a gas station convenience store tried to flee in an ambulance but couldn't drive it, Borough Police said. Antoinette Froilin age 19, was stopped by police early on the afternoon of January 7th after she got out of the ambulance and was arrested. Once a store employee identified her as the thief, police said Froilin out of the 1100 block of Furnace Street in Hellerton is facing a handful of charges, including felony counts of robbery and attempted theft of movable property. So we don't care about the uh, rest of the But wait, all I gotta say... She would have fucking got away with that shit if she just showed the call cops the Mentos. It'd have been like, oh, okay, it's it's, it's all right. <laughs> it's like, good. It's fine. We yeah, thought like, you were breaking the law. This is Mentos. Yeah. Was, we didn't know that. Because you remember the Mentos commercials? Yeah, I heard, like, no, I remember them. You could like, get away with do, anything if you were do, white and showed your fucking Mentos pack. Do, uh, do, 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 do. I used to want to make a uh, a, a skit. With the Mentos, like somebody's like sitting in the bathroom taking a dump, and then they're out of toilet paper, and there's somebody in the stall behind them taking a dump, but they like crawl under the stall and pull, start taking the toilet paper, and the person's like, "What the fuck?" And then they just like pull out the Mentos, and the person's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> it's totally okay that you've seen my junk now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh yeah, but fucking mentos man she should have used the mentos she would have fucking totally got away with it if this this would have been so much better if she had been if she'd been caught screaming let them all eat cake (laughs) marie antoinette reference i know that's a little bit dated but you know she had four rolls of mentos she should have got off she should have just twirled all four of them like all four of them are twirling at the same time and just stop them and they all correctly say Mentos. And yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> the police are like, she's got Mentos, let her go. <laughs> oh. That, 
wait, they gave her bail. Her bail was $8,000. Unsecured bail, blah, blah, blah. Marijuana and drug paraphernalia. Shockety, shock, shock. But yeah, she would have got off had she used the Mentos properly. She should have just used... She should have used the Mentos defense. It would have been fine. Yeah, um, yeah. That should honestly be a defense, the Mentos defense. Like, like you're in the middle of a homicide, like a triple homicide, because it's been a really bad day. Yeah. And then, like, cops pull you over, and they're just like, you know, you know, come step back with your hands up. You just, like, pull out your Mentos. And then they're like, oh, oh, Mentos. Okay, sure. Yeah, no problem. No yeah, problem. Go, go, carry on, then. Continue killing. It's fine. Mentos, the fresh maker. Sponsor us, Mentos. Mentos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Mentos. <laughs> Mentos, the fresh maker. Oh, man. You know, like, like it just shows like a nuclear meltdown in, in place. And like, it's like, please evacuate the building now. Please evacuate the building now. And then it shows this Russian guy and he holds up a thing of Mentos and smiles as a nuclear bloom goes off behind him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mentos, the fresh maker. <laughs> like the commercials just get more and more disturbing until finally it's just abstract art. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, too many cooks from Adult Swim. God, I love if that. If you haven't seen Too Many Cooks on Adult Swim, it's about six or seven if years two, old, maybe. It, it, it's yeah, and it's like what fourteen minutes or so, or oh, twelve, God. something like that. Yes, but it's but it's so worth it. It's glorious. I I uh, was over at some friend's house, and one of the other friends was like, "Let's watch this." Everybody else like got like they didn't get all the way through it and they started bitching about it. But then like he fast forwarded, you know the part where it's like the words and the people come up on the screen yes. instead of the words. <laughs> yes, dude. Oh, it is such a the, too many cooks. If you haven't checked that, out, it's definitely worth it. It is like it. actually so was the other one. It's the one something like uh, something about bears. Um, uh, I don't know if I've seen that one or what. Not. I don't oh my think god! I've seen we, that one. We have to watch that, and I have to get your reaction on that. Okay, well let's uh, let's let me find, find a link. Find the link. Uh, put it in chat. And while you're doing that, uh, I guess we'll try to have some banter. That well, uh, the banter is over now because I just found the. Wow, that's skills. Yeah, I, I. I, you never lose. You never lose the internet stalking skills you develop, <laughs> like ever. Okay, so I want you to share the screen. I, I want it. I, I want to see your fucking reaction to this fucking video. Okay, let me pull it up. Writing's not. That oh my easy, god! But Grammarly can help. We don't care about Grammarly and your stupid ads, you dumb dumb poo poo face. <laughs> I want to misspell all my dumb, dumb, poo-poo faces. Oh, this isn't even a long video. No. No, that's, no. that's uh, the wrong video. <laughs> it's because it's the wrong video, oh. I think. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. there you go. It should be like unedited footage of a bear. Okay, so that is it like... How long is this? Oh, it's like, like 10... <laughs> it's like 10 minutes. But I, I, I want to get your reaction on this and tell me that this isn't us doing cough medicine. Okay, so are we watching this for a full ten minutes or just? I we'll watch it for we'll, as long as you want to. We'll watch it. We'll watch it. I don't know if we want to watch the whole ten minutes, but I'm gonna. Uh, I'm about to play this now, so 
Let's check it out. So a big bear on the screen. He's just sitting there. Just sniffing. Okay, I mean, it's not really... Yeah, no, just keep watching. I, I hear people whispering. Oh, yeah. It's just a bear. It's, they're talking about how huge it is. Oh, something's happening now. Oh! Sometimes being a mom is like having to be in two places. I know this one. I think I have seen this one, maybe. Okay, Mom, yes, Mom. this is the the drug Mom. commercial. Yeah, yeah. That's when I stand my ground. With Claradrill. Claradrill yeah, targets this, where is you're most like fucking Acts immediately and yeah. lasts indefinitely. So you can get back a to the A cough medicine trip is what this is. Yes, yes, I, I, I know because, yeah, it... We'll, we'll just stop it there because I, I have seen this because this actually will we'll don't risk another more. minute take Claradrill and take life in your hands Claradrill may not like the part where the, the music ends she should start driving and she's just driving through the neighborhood side effects yeah. including dry mouth that dizziness. has so many weird yeah. resonant vibes to me Yes, this is actually like the friend who was watching this. This is the video he watched first, but I didn't see the uh, the the beginning of it, the unedited footage of a bear port. So that's why I was like, "No, I haven't seen that." And then you're like, "Yeah, this part right, the part right here where she's just driving through the neighborhood, and it's just like the regular." That reminds me of so many of our day trips. It's not even funny. Yes, it was. It's definitely. This is definitely a crazy video. Yeah, I, I did see this, so I lied to you. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. That's fine. I inadvertently lied to you. <laughs> it's better than better than it's, it's not better than anything. I'm sorry you lied to me, man. <laughs> yes, I wouldn't. I didn't mean but, to lie to you, guy. <laughs> so yeah, I remember watching this, and and it remind like it came out. I think after too many cooks. Yes. Um. And so, like, I wish Adult Swim would do more stuff like this. Like, yeah. like definitely, I wish I would do more stuff like this. But, like, I, I remember watching this and going, oh, my God, this is this is a David and I drug trip. This is <laughs> this is one of our days. Somebody was somebody has done this before. They know what it's like. And they've been like, you know what? I'm going to make a commercial about it. And, like, 20 people are going to get it. <laughs> 20 people, yes. <laughs> definitely. Oh, my God, definitely. That's, that's freaking great. Too many, too many cooks. Oh, that, 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 I might have to <laughs> My favorite part again. is when it goes into space and the theme song starts going into like, like the sci-fi space, uh, kind of music. And it's like, too yeah. many cooks. Yes. I don't know. That's kind of partial to where it's the, uh, the word people and the people were the, uh, the names, the actual humans. All, yeah. All the way near the end of it or whatever. Yeah. yeah just, that's a, that's a wild, wild ride that, uh, that video is so got a little bit more we don't have any other articles you got anything that you want to want to talk I, about or anything going on that's interested I, you this week i mean I, nothing has really happened this week to me. i like this whole week has been basically spent me playing video games and being in isolation gotcha so like nothing really interesting happened this week um we uh 
again, we finished our last episode of Render Me. We're now working on seasons two and three. Awesome. Um, so season two is halfway written and season three will be done probably in a, like a month or two, but we're hoping to get that back out in October. So come and check us out. If you haven't already, we're render me, uh, on YouTube that stars in monsters entertainment. And, uh, yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. All right. Well, I know that, uh, I went and did some writing with some friends. We're doing a, we already did one episode of it's called California Days. My, right, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think the I'm trying to find the YouTube so I can shout it out. I want to shout out the correct channel. But you can look it up on YouTube. It's called California Days. It's spelled D A Z E. And it's my friend Matt Medina and his roommate. <coughs> Cameron are the ones and it is on you can find it the channel it on is on on YouTube is the 45 minutes in podcast channel and it the first episode we went to Forest Hill California and did a little shooting there but the second episode we went and wrote on I don't know when we're gonna film it but it's gonna be take place in cool California and I'm kind of kind of excited we did a little bit of writing on that you can uh check that out definitely go check that out because they could use some more views yeah we did that about a month ago and it was a it was a good time it's fun no it's really fun i enjoy the video a lot yeah and there's a there's another uh friend of mine they have a thing that you're just go ahead and shout them out to fuck it uh god i'll find their youtube too it's like it's called uh rock in a hard place i'm supposed to be reading some of the stuff whenever they get it to me and I'm supposed to do a character in that so I'm nice. kind of excited for that too I'm going to find it yes and that that would be on you can find that on D-Rock Demike TV that's D-R-O-C-D-A-M-I-C and they've got episode one up there now but yes, that, uh, that's another thing that I'm supposed to be taking part in too. Other than that, just trying to do whatever comedy I can get in. And yeah, you got anything else you want to plug, guy? No, I think I'm I'm all plugged up. All plugged <laughs> up. Well, if you want to follow me, you can find me on most social media. It's the Southern Reject. Add me on Facebook, David Thorne of Southern Reject gaming southern reject facebook page also don't forget to join our facebook group thorn in my side podcast and if you want to email us or get in contact with us you can email us at thorn in my side podcast at gmail.com and with that if you don't have anything else guy you got anything you want to say (laughs) other than good night Good night, good day, good evening. Love you guys. Thank you very much for listening.